Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Tuesday to you. It's Tuesday, March the 1st. Hey, look, thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You know, this is my first podcast without my my, my young boy, Kai Carlin, a great guy. Uh, you know, it, it's weird. He um, he received the promotion, and he, he works for USA Today. And um, he received the promotion, and they didn't want him doing any outside podcasts anymore. So Kai's not going to be here. Um, you know, this is... You know, last week it was like trying to get back adjusted after he left and, and this and that. So I didn't really have any podcast coming. But this week, um, I have a new partner, Divine Givens, coming on board. He'll be back sometime this week. This is March, like I said earlier. So we're going to get an, um, get this thing kicked up again. I think that you guys are really going to like this. For people not familiar with Divine Givens, he is um, a radio host. Radio personality for 97.5 uh, Sports Talk Radio, right? So this guy knows to know. He's a probably, you know, uh, one of the most knowledgeable people in the 76ers around. Um, great guy. Um, I'm really looking forward to working with him. I'm sad that my man Kai is no longer with me, but I'm also looking forward to working out with the now, here's a couple of things we got to talk about today, right? Initially, we got to talk about uh, James Harden, the James Harden impact, right? You know, number two, today I want to talk about DeAndre Jordan. You know, there's a, the Sixers have emerged as the front runners to pick up DeAndre Jordan as Joel Embiid's backup center. And to me, that's huge. And number three, you know, we got to talk about Tobias. You know, we took a little bit about Tyrese and, and Tobias in the third segment. You know, right about now, you look at Tobias Harris. He hasn't really been playing the way he should. He needs to get it all. He needs to, you know, start and stop thinking and just balling and playing. And Maxie, I mean, if you can get Tobias going and Maxie can continue to play he's playing the way he's playing, you have to argue that the Sixers are going to be tough to beat. Seriously, they are. You have to argue that the Sixers are going to be tough to beat. So, you know, enough about that. You know, I just want to get it started, get everything going so, you know, we could get this thing on. Now, here's the thing. Oh, before I say that, before I say that, remember, I still, I'm still the reporter or one of two reporters um, who cover the Philadelphia Inquirer, uh, cover the Sixers for the Inquirer. So do yourself a favor, go over to Inquirer.com. And, and read, you know, our articles today. Today we got a lot of stuff. We got something on DeAndre Jordan. We got something on Maxi. We have something on uh, uh, Tobias. And we also have something on Paul Millsap. So we have you covered, man. We got four stories this morning. Go over there and check it out. But the guy that we got to talk about right now is, is um, James Harden, right? And, you know, James is a guy where I look at it and I say to myself, like, he's playing better than I expected. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't really, it's not that I had, like, I was one of those guys who was saying, you know what, James is going to come out here, 
He's going to be hard to deal with. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Just a negative influence. Now, of course, I heard it. I mean, everybody heard it. We all did. I mean, we got there's certain people we know around the league, national reporters are saying, oh, bro, it's going to be horrible. And then there's other people, you know, who cover them more closely or team execs saying, oh, man, you don't know what you get. And and, and the thing is, like, again, I, I covered him from afar. Like, it was one of those things. The Sixers played the Houston Rockets twice. Twice. So you would see him play two times. You know, you go in the locker room, wasn't there a lot, you know, things like that. But, um, you know, so you really never came in contact with him. You know, he was like the mystery guy. And the more that I'm around him, I'm not saying a lot because this media, like the way stuff is this year with the pandemic, you know, you really don't. But the more you're around him, you get to just that this guy just wants to win. Yes, he made some abrupt exits to get out of the team that he got out of. But you get to just that he did all that to win. And you look at the 76ers and you see what Joel Embiid has, Tobias Harris, Maxie. And I think he feels as if that this is a place that he can come and just do what he has to do and get that chip, right? Look at how he's been playing the last two games, his first two. I mean, my man had a double-double, then a triple-double. The only player in NBA history to score at least 25 points and have 12 assists in his first two games. You know, so, you know, when you look at this guy and you see the things that he's doing, he's balling. He's balling. I mean, I see a leader. I see a lot of things. Now, again, critics are going to say, how is it going to be? Seriously, how is it going to be a year from now? When, you know, when roles become established and some people don't like their roles, is James going to, like, one out? Is James going to get upset? You know, I understand that. I understand that. Believe me, I do. But right about now, everything's working out. And, and again, you know, I do. I wrote about that. How is it going to be down the road? But, you know, right now, I have to say that everything that people said about him, I don't see. I just don't. I don't see it. Um, could it pop up? Of course it could. If he's not happy. But I also think that there comes a time in your career when you've accomplished everything individually that you just want to win a chip. I mean, people don't know this. James Harden was one was a scoring champion three times, right? He he led the league in assists. He led the league in, in three pointers. He did all types of things. He did everything besides win a championship. And to me, that's what this year is all about. He wants to win a championship, and he feels as though the 76ers are the team that's going to help him do that. Seriously. That's what he feels like, and that's what I believe that he's, he's trying to do. He's looking at it. He's trying to get a chip. It's nothing uh, to that. He felt like he couldn't get a chip where he was at, and that's why he's here. James Harden is motivated to get a championship. And I ain't, I can't, I can't be... Excuse me, incorrect grammar. I can't be mad at him. Cannot. You know, the one thing I want to talk to y'all about is something, man. I love doing these live reads because I believe in them. But one thing I want to talk to you guys about is bet online. Why? Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next 
fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all, all your sports betting needs, right? BetOnline remains the best spot for all the sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, odds, rights to Olympic coverage, and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. I'm telling y'all, go to BetOnline. Wait, don't do it right now, (laughs) but do it as soon as this podcast is over. I'm telling you, you won't be let down. I'm telling you. Do it today, people. Do it today. So, you know, the thing is, we could talk about DeAndre Jordan, right? So DeAndre Jordan is a player who, you know, I always liked him. Um, I liked what he brought. You know, one of the top defenders, great in the pick and roll, getting to the rim, this and that. And I remember last year, uh, when DeAndre Jordan played for the Brooklyn Nets, and him and James Harden came to Philly, and James Harden was running the one, and DeAndre was the center. Man, they were pick and rolling the Sixers to death, just getting to the rim, getting lobbed, boom, boom, boom. I was like, wow, these guys must like playing with each other, right? And then you realize that, you know, DeAndre Jordan, a highlight of his career came under playing with Doc Rivers. You know, Doc Rivers used to coin um, DeAndre Drummond part of his big three. It was Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan, right? And I remember how, you know, DeAndre was a cool dude. You know, he was just seemed like this cool dude. Um, a three-time All-NBA guy. Uh, I believe a two-time uh, rebounding champion, two-time block shot champion, you know. He, he did it all, right? So he was cool. But again, you know, he wasn't a super, superstar. But at the same time, you know, he was quality. So now he's at the tail end of his career, so to speak, right? You know, where was he? he was a two-time yeah, rebounding champion. Um, and sorry, not block shot, but two-time all-defensive, right? So you look at it, and he's, he's a 14-year veteran. He's 33 years old, right? A guy from Houston, Texas, right? Um, so you look at it and you say to yourself, okay, the 76ers need a backup center bad. DeAndre Jordan is going to get waived by the Lakers. He has a relationship with Doc Rivers, who appears to have a lot of respect for him. That's number one. Number two, he has a relationship with With the beard, right, which is important, which is important, James Harden. And he played with Tobias Harris. And from what what I see, based on their interactions on the court, he and the guy that he's going to back up, Joel Embiid, they have a lot of respect for each other, right? So when you factor all those things in, why isn't he a great fit? You know, right now, DeAndre Jordan... You know, this past season, you know, he started the first six games, right, of the season. And then, he, you know, then he took him out of the starting lineup. He started 19 for the Lakers. He played in 32. But, 
you know, after that, he kind of got out of the rotation. The Lakers are a mess, y'all. Let, let's face it. The Lakers are a mess. Yes, he's 30 to 33 years old. We get that. He's averaging a career low 4.1 points, but he's also played played a career low 12.8 minutes, right? So if you ain't getting on the floor, your minutes aren't I mean your points aren't going to be up, right? That's just how it is, right? That's just, I mean, especially playing a five and, and the type of player he is. But when you look at him, he's a guy who averaged a career for his career 9.2 points. 10.4 rebounds, and he played in 964 games with 775 starts. Now, I'm here to say he averaged also a career um, 1.5 blocks. Now, last season, he was at 1.1 blocks. Last season, he was. 1.1 blocks. So, he was still getting to the rim, um, a protected rim. Right now, he's uh, zero. He's 0.8. He's 0.8. So he's still like getting to the rim blocking shots, right? I'm telling you, there's nothing out there. There are, I mean, meaning there are some people, but the buyout market really is kind of scarce, right? Unless somebody else comes out there, the Sixers got to get him. They're saying he, they're the front runner for him. He, I believe, in limited minutes and off the bench will help this team. I also believe he will help them in the locker room. This is another veteran. Doc Rivers was talking about how last year's team was veteran heavy, right? Now you got veterans that everyone has the utmost respect for. Paul Millsap, who was called Uncle P in Denver. Uncle P. Then you have um, Jordan, veteran. Harden, you know what I mean? You got Tobias, you got Danny Green. This is a veteran squad. And I think that, you guys, what, for the minutes that he's going to play, the little minute minutes he'll play, I think he's better than Willie Cauley-Stein for that role. He is. Now, some people say, oh, but he lost it. He lost it. Yeah, he's not the same guy he was. But we're talking about a veteran in a locker room, a guy giving you limited minutes. I think it was great. I think that's what the Sixers need and what the Sixers should try to do. Or they are trying to do it. What do you mean should try to do? That's what they need, and that's what they need to do, right? I'm telling you. I think that he would be a great fit for this team, and, you know, more power to them. It would be great if they could get them, the whole nine, all that, right? All that said. So, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So let me talk to you all about Locked On. <sighs> locked On now. Well, not only Locked On now. I want to thank you all again for making Locked On 76 of your first listen. For your next listen, Check out the Locked On Now podcast, right? Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts is free and available wherever you get your podcast, right? So I suggest you guys just go out there, do what you got to do, and do it, right? Now, the one thing I want to talk to y'all about is my Rock Auto, right? This episode right here is brought to you by Rock Auto, you know? So... With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for you for uh, impossible to for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Right? Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating, intimidating questions? Right? It's your Odyssey this, is it that, and just wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. 
choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to have. Man, I hate when that happens. It happened to me a couple of times. I'm like, dude, I don't want this brand. I'm not taking that. You know, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and and uh, in your pocket. Why do you use Rock Auto? Because it saves time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30 50 or even 100% more for the same part from a chain store or a car dealership, right? An example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, but is only $216 from Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, right? What I need to tell you all to do is go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Do it today, people. I'm telling you. Do it today. Now, my thing is, we're talking about, I said, Tobias Harris and um, Tyrese Maxson, right? So, Tobias Harris, if you notice, has struggled a little bit since um, James Harden started playing in two games. You know, the first game, Tobias Harris shot two for nine. A lot of wide-open shots. Um, You know, stuff just didn't go down. Just didn't go down, right? Then you talk about... uh, um, um, the second game, Tobias Harris comes out. He shoot, starts out shooting 0 for 6, and then he has three, three, um, three shots in the uh, in the fourth quarter, and he and he finishes with um, I believe 11 points, 12 points. He established a bad game, right? Established a bad game. He has to get going a little bit. I think that it looked like at times where he was pressing. It looked like he was trying to make things happen. He was just trying to do a little bit, as they say, you know, I mean, like thinking a little too much, right? Um, I'm not mad, really mad when I see a player who I know can shoot the ball missing shots, right? But I want you to keep taking those shots. And, I, and so the thing is, you know, right about now, I, I believe that Tobias would be better suited just getting out there going, like running. Like running to the rim, getting out there in transition, letting James feed him bounce passes, easy layups, getting the groove that way. And kind of like what Carmelo Anthony used to like doing. Like he would like starting inside and then gradually coming outside. And then it was like bombs over Baghdad. You know what I mean? So I would like to see some things like that, right? Um, I'd like to see him moving around a little bit more than just being stationary. Now, again, you can argue like, dude, all he has to do is make shots. That's all. Right? Because he was wide open on most of those attempts. Now, the thing is, I feel like the way Maxie is playing, the way Maxie is playing, the way Harden is playing, the way Embiid is playing, the way Matisse is playing, the Sixers offense, I mean, starting unit would be unbelievable once Tobias finds his groove. Seriously. Once Tobias finds this group, this offense is going to be unbelievable. So it's just a matter of, you know, just getting out there, doing what you got to do, stop thinking and playing. But when you talk about how Maxie is playing, 
oh my gosh, this dude is balling. I mean, you take him off the ball. He's doing things that he's been doing before. Now, it was funny because the question, big question this season was like, what's going to happen when Maxie goes back on the ball? I mean, gets, goes back off the ball. Seriously. Oh, how's it going to impact him? But we forget, like, at the end of the preseason, everyone was saying, oh, man, I don't really like this position for Max as a starting point guard. I like him coming off the ball, I mean, coming off the bench as a combo ball guard, you know, doing things he has to do, getting buckets, this and that. And for a while, you know, Maxi improved, so we start saying, okay. But at first we were like, the usage rate with Embiid is horrible. You know, when he's out there, he's like, he's thinking too much. He's trying to get others involved. Right, and then all of a sudden James Harden comes like, oh man, it's gonna probably Max is gonna be the one who's gonna have to sacrifice the most and give up this and give up that. We don't know how it's gonna work. Everything right now we're like, whoa, <laughs> this is a guy we remember last year, and he's benefiting the most, attacking, scoring. You know, he's doing a lot of great things, a lot of great things for the Sixers. And, again, I know it's only two games where Tobias can turn around and, you know, things will go, you know, you got to figure out if Max is going to be able to keep up this tear. But, hey, they're doing some big things, some really big things, that big three right now. Sixers just got to make it a big four. They have to make it a big four. If they can make it a big four, then, you know, they're, they're going to be pretty good. They're going to be pretty good. But, hey, y'all. Hopefully, D will come soon. Um, it's going to be one day this week, either tomorrow or the next day. But, um, you know, I just want to thank you all for listening. I really do. Uh, and I want you all to have, uh, you know, a blessed day, a great day and everything. And um, thank you for, you know, supporting uh, Locked, Locked On uh, 76ers and, and, and the whole nine. But uh, um, and supporting me. But what I want you to do is, Again, thank you for listening to Locked On 76ers, your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, Locked On um, Experts, covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you can get your podcast. Thank you, and have a great day. Peace.